Hey, everybody, it's Josh here. And I just wanted to take a quick minute before the show gets started to just tell everyone that's listening. Thank you. Any way in any manner in which you consume this, whether it's downloading, listening on YouTube, liking our Instagram posts, following us on there, going to the website and clicking it. However, that mechanism is that you choose to consume the content that we produce. I just wanted to say thanks. And on behalf of myself, obviously, and everyone here at Game Rage, we all thank you because knowing that you're out there and you're listening. And if we can just entertain one person, then really that makes all the blood, sweat, tears, everything we put into this worth it. And I know I'm sounding like a martyr right now, but I just wanted to show our appreciation, I suppose. And also to, you know, just remind everyone to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at game rage magazine and to follow us on Twitter and X or slash X at Game Rage Mag, and to also visit our website, www.gameragemagazine.com. And again, thank you from everyone here and myself at Game Rage. From the bottom of our hearts, we thank you for listening. Welcome to the Game Rage Music Show. All right, there we are. All right, now we're good. All right, so we are here today with episode number four is it four? oh it's it's four we've done three of these already yeah we did fucking three man we did two last week and we did one the week before so oh, that means shit. yeah i guess this here's number yeah. numero quattro yeah. on the game rage music podcast for those of you who have been counting that's right number four all right so today's episode we have a very special thing i guess that we're gonna try mm-hmm. which is first thing we're gonna do we're gonna talk about well the, the man of the hour the man with the power okay genesis owusu right is that how you say his name yeah uh he's he's just came out with a new album that dropped a couple of days ago hold on we need to do an introduction though because oh, we sure. haven't introduced ourselves yeah oh that's right oh shit well anyways yes i'm josh as usual and i'm here with my co-host adam howdy and basically, Genesis Owusu, he's the guy that we are going to be talking about today. And we, I, Adam ha- introduced me to him, and so I listened to his, it, it was his debut album? or his Yeah, one? so his album came out, uh, well, if, if I had to give a bit of context of how I came across this artist. Uh-huh. Um, so I got like one of those recommendations on Spotify, I believe. I don't, I don't, you know what? I'm not really sure where the origin started. Hmm. I just know that I heard his music either back in like 2018 he had the song called what you trying to do but it's abbreviated to w u t d um and uh is that i think that's what the title of the song is called shit man i'm <laughs> i drawn a blank but anyways yeah, no, uh, so the song i heard that and then there was a period of time where uh i think he was just releasing singles or eps and then it wasn't until 
2020, like during the pandemic, he released uh-huh. a, a few more singles and like his whole gimmick changed. You look, if you, if you go through his like um, discography, uh-huh. you'll notice he had this, uh, this get up, uh, like hot, it was a hot pink silk shirt with like yellow bell bottom silk pants. Mm-hmm. And, uh, to see him go from that to the moniker that he, used within smiling with no teeth was like i'm like oh my god dude just just the images alone i'm like what the fuck is going on with this guy like i've never (laughs) i've never seen him like this yeah and it just it felt like something was happening like something special was happening back then just from the fucking cover art yeah and um you know sometime later in 2020 i think it was like october november maybe it was even september that he released uh the other black dog and that was a song i was like oh shit this is really good but yeah. hold, hold your thoughts oh, on that I will. I, yeah I will. but uh that was like my personal favorite track and then the music video came out shortly and then sometime in 2021 the album was released and it was met with critical acclaim it was received so well by the australian uh, I guess media or critics or the yeah, publications yeah. that he ended up winning like two ARI awards, which is like the equivalent of the Grammys here. It's like an Australian U- Grammy. Yeah. It's like an Australian Grammy. So you got artist of the year and you got album of the year. Oh, shit. My uh, bad. Fuck. Damn it. Now I should have the to <laughs> the jar of, of fucking up on the internet. <laughs> Anyways. All right, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, he also made his television debut on Stephen Colbert. I think, in 2022 uh so that was his first u.s appearance like debut, uh, yeah yeah as far as television goes but dude I, i'm telling you man back in like 2020 when he started doing that gimmick which would he calls like the black dog yeah um yeah i was like this is it man this is the birth of a fucking like somebody that was already a good artist or right this is how you go from good to fucking great like with a gimmick like yeah, a really yeah. awesome gimmick it's like wrestling dude yeah it is <laughs> you know what's funny okay so i into we'll, we'll talk about obviously when we talk about the album yeah. here, but yeah, that black dog thing man yeah. i could tell that that was a that was a not knowing anything about him previously yeah i was like oh man this is a fucking thing with this yeah. guy he this is his persona is whatever this black dog thing is yeah. or black dogs or yeah. whatever he he's all about that but Anyways, so what we're going to do today is we're going to just talk about real quick his previous album because I listened to it because I had never heard it. We're going to go through each song and just kind of give our thoughts about what, what, what not and how we felt about it. And then we're going to listen to kind of together. We're going to listen to the newest album that just dropped. So if you are interested and you want to hear it with us when we get to that point of the podcast, I will say, all right, cool. We're going to play this song number one. Here's the name of it. And then what we'll do is we'll pause the recording on our end. So then it's basically just going to be immediately picked back up from when we pause it and say, all right, we're going to listen to it. And then it'll immediately pick up and say, all right, well, now we're here talking about this song. And you can pause the podcast when we say to pause it and then listen to the song and then hear our thoughts immediately about it, right? Yeah. Uh, so real quickly, I wanted yeah. to correct myself. So a song that I kind of, that kicked me off with Genesis Wusu was a song called With the Team, which came out before What You Trying to Do. But this is what the motherfucker looked like before. He looked like Rick James, mm. dude. Yeah, he did. He does actually look straight up like Rick James. I was like, shit, did he play in that skit with uh, on Chappelle Show back yeah, in the dude. day? Yeah, dude. So like to go from that to what he's doing now is just crazy so like uh yeah, it is anyway. crazy all right so yeah that that is that is crazy to see that so all right so let's talk about his uh, first album here the uh smiling with no teeth all right and so, that is a much different picture on the cover art of this than it is from this, the one you just showed me right yeah yeah and just um, to, just to give you a brief um 
so this these were like the first images. Like this was um, one of the first singles, I think that okay. was, you know, the bandage look right. Yeah, yeah. And then it, he changes it to this was like a B side song, but like again, sticking with the the uh, bandage look. But, the, I'm yeah. like, this is interesting. I, I don't know it, what this fuck this is. It, it looks like he's going for some kind of I don't know what what is that the Count of Monte Cristo kind of fucking look or whatever oh, with that. But then uh, like, but in this one now with the way he did it on this album, smiling with no teeth, which is him like you know fucking that. bedazzled but, out. Yeah, but fuck. he's like blinged out, and then he's but the mask is or the it's it's more of almost a mask instead of just like a bandage. But it's like yeah. it's kind of like a mankind kind of thing, and I'm like ah, oh, yeah. I like that. I yeah, thought yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah. So anyways. What, what were your impressions of just you it doesn't matter where you go with this yeah so what what were your first impressions of like the album well so in general my first impression i did i did start to see the first i don't know so maybe like the first six six or seven songs because there's what is there like 15 i think on here yeah, yeah there's quite a bit there's 15 songs so the first half of the album there were a couple songs that stood out in terms of of the sound of the songs but then after that once once you got past i think the black dog or the other black dog or one of one of the other ones um it kind of they all kind of started to sound a little bit derivative of each other and they started mm. to sound a little bit the same in terms of the uh type of I guess the beats or whatever you want to say that are in the mm. background. It was that very funkadelic, funkalicious. But then after, once you got past that and you got into like, I think like eight, nine, and 10, and that, and then passed that on to, to through 15, then it each, it kind of started, it almost took like a change, like a tone change or whatever it felt like. And they started to sound a lot more, uh, a lot, well, not a lot more different because that's, that doesn't, it's not proper English, but they, yeah. <laughs> they started sounding a lot. A lot different. Yeah, they were than distinct the from pre- one Yes, than the previous ones that kind of started to s- just blend together a little bit. So I kind of thought that was interesting. And I don't know because obviously I, you know, I didn't write the album, but I don't know if that was by design or if that's just kind of how it went. And maybe they just thought, oh, well, the flow of this at the beginning to get people hooked in is cool. Let's keep it all kind of homogenized and not homogenized, but like let's keep it all similar and the same. And then once you've been listening to it for seven, eight songs, okay, cool. Now we're going to just turn the shit up and go a little crazy and 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 do what what is what it's dubbed as alternative rap that's the actual genre that this is played under in in itunes and to me that is like the perfect example or that's a perfect classification for it because yeah. it, it's like it's very it's very much rap but it is very much it's not rap it's 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 very alternative i guess yeah that was the thing that drew drew me in towards the singles leading up to the album was I'm like this is rap but this is weird like but it's, it's not but it's, it's not. not yeah it's it's, it's, it's uh, yeah it's hard to explain but I, to me alternative rap is is a good yeah description for now at this point so um so anyways, it, uh yeah well, is there any other like general thoughts that you had for the album um, itself or do you want to get into the tracks specifically yeah there there so there's i wrote down some stuff and i didn't write down a lot for every so there was one song in particular that i really do want to talk about because yeah. i thought it was i don't i don't know if you got the same vibes that i got right, right. from this fucking song but uh i think it's track number four but anyways yeah well so so we'll just start off with uh number one was uh it's called on the move and uh, I had wrote in my little notes. I just I wrote that it's an interesting track. It uh, it was a good one to set the tone. Like mm-hmm. it was a good opening. You know, w- when you have an event and something's going on, you want you don't want to just hit them with with this huge crazy banger right off the top. But like you want to give them something that's gonna set the tone for what this thing's gonna be like. Yeah. And so um, it definitely got me invested and kind of showed me more of a snapshot. I think of what was to come. Mm-hmm. 
in later down the line for the rest, or at least the first half of the album. Yeah. What did you think of it? Of um, that song? Okay, so I've listened to that song on the move, mm-hmm. which is the first track on the album. It's it's an intro. It's not. I don't want to say it's not much of a song, but it's yeah, it's kind of short. Yeah, it's kind of short. But uh, so. I went to go see this dude live at the Roxy and it was his first U S appearance, first LA appearance ever mm-hmm. for his first U S tour. Um, and that track was modified in a way that was, it, it kind of sucks because what they did with the live version is better than what they did. Oh yeah. Like I'll, I'll show you later on. Cause I, I have uh, I recorded like his set. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but it was more militant. Like it was oh, like, okay. there was like a, there was like a marching, beat that was on the track and it's like black black dogs on the move like it it wasn't it wasn't like this where there was like little bleeps and blurps of little little electronic sounds and i'm like i like the live version better. i mean that's (laughs) honestly that sounds better than than what they put on here but yeah who knows yeah so um i yeah again i like it just kind of tips you over to what is coming fourth yeah. on, on the album itself yeah and then uh so that was all i had about that one so the number two the the other black dog all right now i know you did tell me in, in beforehand that this was your favorite song that this yeah was yeah it, and and i have to say that it was i can tell why this for sure was your favorite song there was for me it gave me this very kind of like 80s like early 80s kind of vibe i don't know why i just got that off of this song i got this 80s kind of kind of like i felt like if we were in vice we're playing vice city right now Mm -hmm. this is the song that we'll be playing as like in the background of the game if i'm driving in one of the cars or something right like this song could be on there um and then that that uh that that i whatever that thing is i don't know what it's called musically but that that or whatever he was doing oh like the like the that like in the background kind of i don't know what you call it i don't know what it's called but that was fucking catchy as shit that that got that got me hooked i was like oh man i I like that and then um the end the end of it okay or towards the end of it the last maybe 30 seconds or whatever it basically just did a beat drop at the end of the song or towards the end of the song and then kind of for the last 30 seconds just turns into something completely different like it's mm. it has nothing to do with the previous four minutes that you just listened to mm. and it just it just totally it kind of caught me off guard a little bit because i thought it changed tracks into the next song mm. so i started so i paused it and i started whatever and then i and then i looked at to go play it again and i was like wait a minute well, it's the same fucking song like wait a minute and then i click play again and then i was like yeah oh, hold on, I got to rewind. And then I rewound it so I could hear the whole thing go naturally. And then I said, oh, okay, that was kind of cool. I've never really heard that. I mean, I'm sure it's been done before, but I had never really heard it kind of done like that. So I just thought that was a very interesting way to 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 pop that one off. And then that was the second, you know, that's the second track. So you're like, oh, shit, I got that. Oh, now we're cooking with fire type deal here, you know? Anyway, what did you, what did you think about it? Uh, so... When it comes to why I enjoyed the track, mm-hmm. uh, I'd have to say it feels, and I don't know how this is possible because I think music itself is like a thing of like alchemy that it's so strange that instruments can capture a certain mood or feeling. Like yeah. I don't even know how you do that. Like I don't. Yeah, fuck. Like got me. Like where do you start with that with an instrument? Like oh, how do I? project anger on a track or whatever but this thing to me felt like a fever dream of somebody that is uh dealing well 
uh, if I had to spell it out, uh, the album itself is about somebody dealing. Well, there's two. I, I guess there's two connotations for the black dog, as Genesis Owusu has illustrated in a number of interviews. That mm. the black dog is a term. I think he uses, or I don't remember if it's something that he's been told directly mm-hmm. that it meant like a. Uh, a black person or somebody of African descent in Australia to be used as a derogatory term, the black, you're black. Oh, okay. But also I don't know if he came up with his own meaning or if it was something that uh, is a euphemism or a metaphor for depression. But he, he, I think he said something that he heard that depression can be described, described as a, a black dog. So, like, the album itself is largely about him dealing with depression and also being, uh, I guess, called a racist der- yeah. <laughs> a derogatory, derogatory term. Uh, and uh, I, I guess it, it has to be something about his life living on Austra- living in Australia, being of African descent. Uh, he's from Ghana hmm. or born Ghana and then moved on to living on Australia. But, you know, I think it's probably his experiences of being raised in Australia and um, you know, dealing with depression, but also dealing with racism, I suppose. Yeah, no, no, I, I could definitely felt like a like that kind of a vibe yeah. from some of these uh, songs. And and the song, um, I think if I you know if I have my own interpretation, is somebody like being told uh, like you're this beast or you're this thing, and you're like fuck it, I'm I'll go with it, like I'll fucking go with it, like if you're gonna paint me the villain, I'll be the villain. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it. it I feel like that comes across more blatantly in the music video if you ever get around to seeing oh, that. Okay. But, but I mean, shit, that's like <laughs> you've already done enough with just like listening to the album. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just I love that song because it's so strange and weird and it feels like a fever dream. Right. Yeah. And um, the lyrics are cool. Um, and I don't know if I have anything else to add, but yeah, definitely my favorite track of the album. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I thought it was pretty good, too. So all right. So so this next one waiting on you all right it's track number four. Oh yeah i love this song so <laughs> all right all right yeah I, that makes that tracks all right yeah. okay so i don't know if i did also enjoy the song mm-hmm. now i thought that it was more i enjoyed it more of what i interpreted as the um the comedic value of the song uh-huh. because I literally interpreted it as he basically stalked and kidnapped a girl and took her in the ocean and drowned her. Oh, like that's, shit. That's what... I don't know if you got that from this song. Uh, I don't know but, if I did. <laughs> so, and I don't... I didn't feel like I had to... What's the word I'm looking for? I didn't feel like I had to... I didn't feel like I had to... To interpret it too much. Because, yeah. I mean, I just want... That's why I pulled up the lyrics, just so I could, like, read, read some of them real quick. Um, but... Literally, the chorus is is said. I've been praying on you. You brooding all alone. I've been weighing on you. Okay, now that could be a term for depression or whatever. But yeah, a crack upon your throne. I've been laying on you. Again, he's still depressed. And yeah. then I'm waiting on my phone for you. Yeah, right. And then praying on you. And he repeats that. But then there's this thing it says where at the where is it at the bottom here? He said he said you sink into my ocean. Something else. You need your homies. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There was another. <laughs> Hold on, I found there was a thing at the end that made it real click in my head. Yeah, and then well, go ahead. You, you, you give okay, me your, so, your thoughts. Okay, on so song. I think yeah, maybe that's a very interesting uh, interpretation. <laughs> but I think maybe he's waiting. Like 
the perspective is of the other persona, the, right. the evil side of yeah, him yeah, is yeah. like, hey, dude, I'm, I'm waiting for your call, man. I'm, I'm waiting for you to submit to, you know, like the, the Tyler Durden thing. Is right. Like he's yeah, waiting yeah. For, for him to submit to the other side of himself and just be all that. Right, right, yeah. So the the pre, the the predator thing was definitely <laughs> uh, that's a thing. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, because I could definitely, and that's that's kind of where I got of he was talking about. Oh, yeah, he, he said he said like he'll sink into the ocean, yeah. uh, tip my potion on your tongue with it. So like he drugs he drugs somebody right, and then yeah. gets and then oh you don't need your homies, you know I can be your number one. Like I, he's obsessed with whoever he's talking about. Now, it's himself though, it's, right? It's, it's so it's, then yeah, because yeah, he's talking about his uh, his depression or whatever. His, yeah, like, but yeah. that when I first listened to it. Yeah, I didn't get because I didn't get shit about depression. I got literally, oh man, this dude like stalked somebody, and fucking killed him, and then took him, <laughs> and, and then he took him to the ocean, <laughs> and they took him to the ocean, yeah. and then he killed him. Like that, yeah. you know, that's just what the song is about. But yeah. obviously, yeah, maybe I, uh, maybe you didn't, you didn't get that vibe. Oh yeah, because wrap you in my blanket, so I'll never see the sun with you. Like, oh man, I'm never. You're, you're dead. You're at the yeah. bottom of the ocean, bitch. Yeah. Like you're. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I just got that. Hey, dude, there's no wrong answers. If I guess that's, that's true. Yeah, if if you want to go with that answer, fuck, it's just as valid as mine. Oh yeah, yeah, right here. He said, "Just follow me, honey. We'll take a trip into the sea, honey. A float is never what you need, honey. I'll take the air for you. Yeah. I'll take the air from you." I was yeah. like, "Oh man, like yeah. yeah, he, he, he got him. Like he, <laughs> he fucking went out and he got him, you know." <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. And it was it was pretty it was a pretty funny song, uh, and it was good though too. Other than that, the the meaning behind it, I thought it had a very uh, I don't know. It was kind of like funkadelic, I guess was kind of the term. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know how. Uh, yeah, there's a funky element. To there's it. like, like a weird reggae tone to some of these too, a little bit. Like I kind of get, or like uh, I don't know, just some kind of weird like '70s funkiness, I guess. I don't yeah, know. that track is. Um, it, it, I just. What they call it is staccato is when you play like jerky hmm. keys, like the bent, 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 bent. Like that's how the the beat of the song goes. Mm-hmm. It's like bent, 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 bent. I've been waiting on you. Um, but yeah, I I really like that song just because of how yeah it is it is pretty pretty funky. It's got like a uh, a jerky beat and you're like bah, bah. you just kind of like sway your body or whatever. But uh, well, what, what other what what other opinions did you have of the song? Um, or not the song, but like the other songs. Oh, and the other songs, yeah. Just in general, um, I'm not. We're not go through each one. I just wanted to get to that. Okay, one get, get like, to the good ones. Yeah. I guess, the the um, main points. So the it was it was going into oh number seven. Um, what was that? That was Gold Chains. Yeah. Um, to me that one it was very smooth and uh, it, it I kind of felt like he was talking about like the shit we talk about about escaping the fucking matrix and like you know because he's talking about the chains like it's like oh man they're just so nice and gold but goddamn they're fucking holding me down basically. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of what the vibe I got from it, and he was just he's trying to like I felt like he was trying to say about man you got it you got to just you got to cut the chains off you can't yeah the gold chains are nice and they look cool but like or yeah yeah they're your they're 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 your your source of bondage because you're then beholden to these things that cost all this money or whatever yeah. you know what I'm saying like or yeah and then like gold chains themselves like that's not something you want to lose like oh like oh when you lose those things you're like oh fuck like yeah your whole. <clears throat> You're uh well not only is your day ruined but you're you're so caught up in the value of the thing itself right, that you're yeah. like shit what do you really care about like are you <laughs> yeah are you yeah. are you just somebody that's a materialistic right or, or, yeah yeah and that and that was that whole thing about like that I got from that song was that oh yeah it's about materialism or whatever um and then oh man I skipped one uh six real quick just 
it was really cool. It sounded like it would be in an six. eight. What's the six? It's called uh, uh, drown. It's called drown. Uh-huh. And uh, that literally is like I, I felt like it could have been in an eighties or nineties like movie as like a montage yeah. uh, type thing mm-hmm. where basically like uh, you know like at the Sandlot when they're at the fair. Yeah, yeah. Like something like that would have been. Would I could see that in in something like that. Yeah. And then, um, oh, eight. That was another one. Just not that I'm going in order, but uh, "Smile with No Teeth," the the album titular track. Yeah, titular, 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 yeah, titular track words. That one. It was the vocals, and then it was mix of like it was like almost as if it were what is it that word spoken word poetry type deal? Yeah, because like nothing rhymed in certain parts, and it was just very much. That vibe of oh he's just standing on a stage just basically just saying shit and like and this is my art bitch like you know yeah. it was it was it was interesting I like that um, and then uh, once we got up to ten that was the uh, black dogs yeah that was a that's an interesting track because it again that's like the stark contrast from the beginning to because uh, I mean he mentions that he takes a lot of inspiration from different music and to have that track well you you can kind of explain it in your own words I guess yeah I mean just for me it was it was it, that one was where I got to the point where I felt like oh it's this is where they differentiated this is where the t- the the album took kind of another tonally a yeah. tonally different turn I, I guess yeah uh, because it did sound it sounded very different from all the rest of the songs that were on the rest of the album yeah that one's just straight that. like punk i guess yeah and uh it was it was pretty good it was, it was good i enjoyed that part of it um and then 13 i uh i thought it was funny because uh it's called a song about fishing and it it is literally a song about fishing that is that is, there's no hidden meanings i don't think i think it was just about him talking about fishing I yeah don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if that one um because I, I like the album itself but there's just uh like that track didn't really hit for me uh that one's kind of yeah, I, I didn't. I don't want to say it's like a throwaway track, but I'm like, I don't really care about this song. It's about fishing, but you know, for him performing live, there seemed to be a lot of people that liked it. Yeah, and I'm I like, mean, well, hey, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in that camp. <laughs> dude, dude, dude must like fishing. Yeah. I don't know enough to write a song about it. And then uh, basically, uh, what after that? 14 was uh, no looking back. I thought that was a pretty good song. What did you, what did you think about uh, "Don't Need You"? Did, did you talk about that one? Wait, what number was that one? Uh, don't need you let's see oh is that five? Oh, yeah i skipped that one yeah uh i i said this is a good song i like the beat and and the or the backing track or whatever it's called i like that you know whatever that was it's been a few days since i listened to it but yeah yeah <laughs> but i good. wrote that i liked it yeah yeah um i that track has some uh great lyrics like uh shit i i don't know if i have them available but which one is it? Don't need you, right? Yeah, it's like uh, what does he say? I think it's towards, it's like the second or third verse. He's like, your ass is stinky and you look like a mole. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Where is it? Hold on, I gotta. It's on here somewhere. I said your. Ass, oh yeah, I said your ass, ass is stinky, stinky and you, you built like, you built, built like, like a mole. mole. Yeah, and I'll boot your ass to London <laughs> if you can't take a stroll. Uh, but it's the chorus. Like the chorus is the real. I mean. It's yeah, the it's, a, it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. the real it's the real hook of the song, and uh, again, one of those tracks that has like another one of those funky beats. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with. Uh, do you know who George Clinton is? Like Parliament, um, like that type of stuff. No. no? All right. Well, may, okay. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so that was. Ba- I mean, I wrote other stuff for a couple other songs, but that was it. I thought the ending, the last song, uh, fifteen. What was it called? Bye bye. I just thought that was an interesting way to end the album. Okay. Um, you know. 
it was yeah it was a nice uh it was a nice go home type song i guess yeah but uh yeah no overall i uh i definitely i definitely like the uh this this type of whatever it is whatever this is alternative rap i guess i I definitely like this i don't know if there's anyone else out there that i've really heard that's like this yeah and that's kind of maybe where like we've talked about in the past how i think that could be a reason why you like these things or i like these things it's like well shit even if it's objectively not that good i wouldn't really know because then it's well shit i haven't really heard anything like this before so maybe because maybe it is maybe it is bad maybe it is terrible but because there's nothing else like it to compare it to i i don't know i think it's kind of good like i you know i i enjoy it and again obviously music is very subjective but yeah i i just kind of think that's part of the charm to it of setting yourself apart from everybody else yeah. instead of being the cookie cutter artist that has you know same songs that all fucking are the same as everybody else is doing like at least he did something different yeah. i guess you know i think for me it's that he took rap in a different direction it's yeah. it's like i, I don't want to say it's just because of the novelty right because uh, i the song themselves the songs themselves are what i like as well but it's I, I guess what I call it is like high concept rap, yeah. Because um, the dude obviously puts a lot of time in not only to to write the music, but how he presents the projects from you know from what he did with like smiling with no teeth um, mm-hmm. on social media, like how he pre- presents the project with the visuals, like the the photos and stuff. I'm like, oh man, yeah. this is somebody that's putting real time into to doing both sides of music, right, to, right. To not only just the audio, but the visual side, because that's—I think—that's where some people don't they hit the home run a little bit. Yeah, they, they, they don't hit the home run because I understand, dude. Like for artists, it's—it's it's a lot of work to not only rehearse songs, write them, and do all that shit, and then yeah. eventually record them. But there is another job to be had with coming up with how you're going to present it. Is there going to be a narrative and all that shit? And yeah. um, and then furthermore you have to get all that out on social media and, and find the right photos or find the right art and then, or even the right videos to, to get that out to people. It's dude, that's a lot of fucking work. And oh yeah, fuck I, that is. I, I think this dude enjoys both sides of it. And it, I feel like you can tell that. Cause again, it's, it, he has a story behind every album and not to say that other artists don't do that as well, but this guy just does it fucking well, dude. Like he knows yeah. how to market himself. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. No, that's it, sometimes that's, that's the difference maker in whether or not obviously bands can, or, or artists succeed or mm. fail is by the mechanism by which they can actually, Oh dude, can they, when, when they're in this stage where maybe they don't have the support of a, yeah, of a label or, or a recording company or whoever, you know, they don't yeah. have any support from anybody for, with money. So now you got to figure out how you can do this yourself, right. To get yourself noticed. So yeah. then, Oh shit, people can hear your shit. Cause you could be doing some kind of crazy experimental type shit. That's amazing. But if nobody can hear it or nobody can get it, then who gives a shit? Yeah. You know? uh, so, so a quick introduction for this album, at least from what I've read on his social media posts is that struggler is about, uh, human beings overcoming really fucked up circumstances Uh and still finding a way to survive. And some of the things that he would post about in the beginning was like cockroaches. Cause you know, cockroaches are just kind of like vile things. They live forever though. Yeah. But they could survive like pretty much any situation. And that was like the, the, um, the overlap between like the music and the visuals was, uh, this, 
were you looking at? No, no, I was just looking at you. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, with the cockroach, it's like humans are similar to that and uh, that we find... We find ourselves, yeah. yeah, we find ways to survive, but we also find ourselves in situations that, uh, whether they are traumatic or they just suck, like hate, <laughs> working a job you hate or, <laughs> yeah. or ending up in a car accident that like, in spite of those things that you're still alive and you're still finding a way to thrive like a cockroach, I guess. Yeah. So, okay. uh, right. I don't know what, what other shit to add about that, but if you, if you want to get started. Yeah, on I'm down. All right. So, uh, basically the way this will go is, uh, I'm just going to say, all right, we're going to listen to this track, so we'll just do it right now. Say, all right, cool. So this is uh, track number one called Leaving the Light. So what I'm going to do is pause the recording on our end, and then once I pause it, you can then pause the recording, and then you can go to the song on iTunes or wherever you listen to music on, and you can click play and listen to it because that's what we're going to do right now, and then we'll come back and kind of talk about the song once we do it. But it'll be like real quick. It'll be like boom, boom. All right, so here we go. We're going to do it. Ready, play, now. All right, so that was song number one, track number one, Leaving the Light. Uh, what'd you think about that, Adam? I gotta say, that was a bitchin' first track. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I, that's a fucking banger right there. Yeah. That, that was a good one, man. That, that fucking that, that fucking thing going on there, man, that was fucking, that was legit. I think it's a, I want to say it's like a bass synthesizer, and it's weird because it's like, it's racing, and then there's a part where it breaks down, it's like, boom. Did it do like yeah 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 <laughs> it it kind of breaks down I don't know if it's like I don't want to say it's a metal song but metal songs kind of have like a similar break it, it's uh-huh. I don't know how to describe it but to go from like that rapid paced beat and then doing that slow breakdown it, it just uh, I don't know it's wicked it's it's wicked cool yeah that, that is that is wicked awesome as they say right that was pretty cool all right so that was a good one uh all right oh shit man i was gonna analyze the lyrics now go ahead let's do that fuck yeah i okay so i i he obviously this song was about you know fucking people being fucking cockroaches like you kind of had said yeah uh is what he had said about because he literally there's a bunch of different like parts of that song where he's saying about like oh there was one thing about it was a cockroach versus a fucking not a mountain what was it uh uh so, well, I'll, I'll just yeah, read the first couple. I'll, I'll read the first verses. Um, so put my hand on my heart. I beat my chest. The chaos moving down and down seep in my flesh. The obstacles won't block my path. I see the test. They can try and swap me down. Boy, I'm the pest. Only that, That's kind of like a really... I like that uh, parallel of like humanity going up against whatever it is, like the man yeah. or... Uh, I don't know, man. I I know we talked about this before, like the Matrix, like the yeah. light itself is like the deception that right, you're like, yeah. oh, everything is all fucking roses and shit. But um, like the real joy that anybody, well, I don't know if it's the joy, but if you were to get any kind of satisfaction or fulfillment in life, is like struggling, is like it's in struggling, yeah. right? Like to get to uh, to move through your obstacles and then say, oh, I achieved this because I went through this hard time or whatever and yeah yeah. uh, anyways i'll read the other lyrics real real quickly then i can try and swap me down oh they can try and swap me down boy i'm the pest only know what you see from the outside you can run god laughs with his mouth wide i won't die on my knees though my hands tied in the end it's a roach versus a landslide so uh he definitely sees himself as a uh well not a parasite but a 
an insignificant bug yeah. that is able to survive all despite cir- yeah all circumstances yeah. all situations and, and okay so when he says the, the thing about uh oh but he's talking about oh there's a god and he's coming for me right okay yeah. that's kind of that whole saying about you know that thing of where it's it's oh what's what's a what's a what's a king or what's a peasant to a king and then what's like a king to a god and then like oh well, what's a god to a non-believer right yeah. so it's that whole thing of well if he's if you're like a small insignificant you know little thing there's something that's bigger than you even though to to you that's a god but it's just some asshole that's trying to kill you like that's just yeah. you know that's just trying to swat you down because you're you're the, you're the pest or whatever yeah. and yeah it's interesting to see him compare himself to that and then saying i do like that line about it's the in the end it's a roach versus a landslide that's, yeah. that's pretty fucking sweet that's a good line um i don't know if i had anything else to add about mm-hmm. the lyrics because i think the general first verses kind of spell out the entire the whole thing for the song yeah. yeah but i do like the just like the whole thing with the uh the roaches and shit. It's a yeah. very cool concept. It is. It is. I agree. All right. So now we're going to listen to track number two. It's, uh, well, it, it's called The Roach. That's the, that's the name <laughs> of the song. So, yeah. all right. So we're going to pause we, it. Oh, uh, we haven't just, just, uh, this is all a blind listen to. Like, we haven't. Listened. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We didn't really say I, I haven't listened to this. Adam hasn't listened to it. This is the, the new album. Yeah. Neither of us have heard it. So, this is a, yeah, we're just listening and reacting. So, all right. We're going to hit play on the, the Roach in three, two, one, go. All right, so we're back after listening to track number two, The Roach. Uh, Adam, what did you, you think about that one? Uh, definitely a, cr- a contrast in sound to go with, like, the heavy bass. Yeah. From the pre... The heavy bass synthesizer uh, song to more of, like, a guitar-driven one was... Uh, I think I think it was, like, a cool juxtaposition to have that. And it seems like it's... I don't know if there's... There has to be an overarching narrative. Like the album itself has to have an overarching uh, narrative for someone like Genesis Abuso. So my speculation is that this track is starting at uh, for someone that's at the very like bottom of their life. I guess uh-huh. um, the track. There was some lyrics in here that. Um, so I'm reading the lyrics off of the Genius website, which kind of has like a. It has all the lyrics for like. Different uh-huh. artists and songs and stuff, and people can include annotations for oh, specific like lyrics. What their interpretation is, or something. Right? Yeah, and I couldn't remember the name of the the book. Oh yeah, or the story. It's uh, it's. Uh, you you want to know what it is? Because I looked it all up. Because I didn't know who the fuck Gregor Samson was. So. Yeah, I'm like I've heard this story before. Because there is a there is this story about somebody that ends up turning into a cockroach, but. um and his family is like trying to kill him because he is a cockroach or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, before his life, like he was a freeloader or something like that. I remember the story vaguely, but he brought up that story and it, it comes from this book called, I think it's either a book or a story called the, Mo- the metamorphosis. metamorphosis. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, yeah. It's a novella. So it's a, it's a short, short story. 70 yeah. pages. Yeah. Uh, but that book has, or rather that story has been referenced before and other things. So I thought that was kind of cool that he went meta with it and brought that up and yeah. tying that in with the narrative, like the cockroach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then he, there's this other thing he says, I'm trying to break free with a penciled stanza. So are we human or are we dancer? And that's a song. That's a, I don't know if that's a direct reference to this uh, song from the killers called human. Uh, Cause there's a line in it. The chorus is like, are we human or are we dancer? Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
Hmm. I was like, oh, maybe he's referencing that. But anyways, I just I really enjoyed the song. Um, just yeah. to highlight back then, yeah. your, your juxtaposition of the heavy bass synth or whatever of the first yeah. one. Yeah. And then this one, it, it was a very much kind of the opposite where that one was kind of boom, boom, like it was more low tones this was a lot of wah wahs and like high tones like yeah, you yeah. know stuff like that which is really cool to to go from hearing that yeah darker not darker i guess it's not a term but like lower, lower terms yeah or lower tones i mean yeah to then now these are more of a, a higher tone song and the energy changed yeah it, it, it went from like uh chaotic or frenetic to a little bit more it was more tempered or tempoed or whatever yeah, it's it like more, solemn yeah um so i don't know i i thought that was cool and uh yeah the 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 consistent like mood of the album so far has been melancholic like just yeah weird weird, yeah, weird weirdly, energy <laughs> yeah weirdly melancholic yeah yeah, uh, yeah so I mean so far I like it because that was one of the things that I was interested to see going to hear the last album to saying okay that's that's fucking cool you did something weird and different right what are you gonna follow that up with and so far. I have to say, I know maybe I'm just pulling, maybe I'm blowing my load a little early here, but I have to say so far, I think I'm going to like this album better than the last one. I think, I think my, 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 not fandom or whatever, but my, uh, interest so far has definitely gone up. Like, oh, cool. Like I already liked that first thing you did. Mm. Now I'm just, oh shit. And maybe this has to do with him. Now this is his second album. So now he's maybe figuring out stuff a little more and he's a sound or however he wants to do things or whatever the tone is of this album. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's definitely continuing the narrative that he's definitely still struggling with depression and just the human experience in general. Yeah. Uh, so, For sure, definitely. Yeah. But in terms of just the actual music itself, I mean, yeah. So far, I think he's he's kind of he's kind of continuing on the same path, but it's still it's still different enough to where it's not. I don't feel like I'm listening to the last album. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, all right, all right. Let's get the third one. Cool. All right, the third one called uh, "The Old Man." So here we go. We're gonna pause it right now. All right. So that was uh, track three, "The Old Man," and I. I just, I just have to say right off of the bat, man, that fucking song speaks to me right there, dude. I, I, I gotta <laughs> say, the opening line, tapping in the worst to get the best of me, is yeah. so fucking good. Like, it's one fucking lyric, and it really says, like, oh, dude, the best hours of your day are dedicated to your nine to five job. Yep, and. Yep. I'm like, fuck, man. God damn. Yeah. And it's and then uh, that that thing that he says, uh, he literally says that thing we were just talking about. Oh, what's a roach to a god? Or whatever. He yeah, says dude, that, right? Yeah. That's fucking cool shit. And then uh, when he's talking, like, just in this thing, okay, there's an old man waiting in the sky just to fuck my life, like, just to fuck my life up. It's 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 like he's, it's so, he's talking about, man, I just want to escape this shit. But then he's like, god damn, but there's probably just some fucking nameless or faceless old sky dude daddy. up there. <laughs> yeah. Sky daddy up there waiting to just fuck my shit up for no fucking reason and yeah. so what's the point of all this because that's what he's saying i don't get it like i don't fucking get it what's up with that and but now now i don't care about it because fuck it like but now like point, you're you know? defining you're defining the, your exist you're you're trying to exceed your role as just yeah. being this roach uh because now you're a threat to like the thing itself right, right? Yeah. like yeah now it, you're now you're a threat to the system well, like something that's supposed to be so insignificant is now 
combating against the machine. Or right, whatever. yeah. And then the, that section when he's talking about your master is a system, oh, right? Oh, my God. I oh, love man. The, the whole outro thing. Yeah. Your master is a system. Your master is a suit. Your master is a... It's true, dude. It is, like, man. It is so fucking true. The system, everything. The system. Going to school. Get a job. Do this. Die, right? That's the system. You're, that's your master. And then your your master is the is the suit that you wear every day to go do the the bullshit work for these fucking other other people or whatever the case is and then obviously your master is the dollar because that's what drives your motivation for continuing to put that suit on every day and to yeah. go fit and work within the system as soon and you, you hate every second dollars. of it yeah. Yeah. and you, you hate, fucking hate every fucking second of it but it's all for you just to like sustain what your living situation is right. it's, it's not it's nothing and and to me like when he says those three things right about what what the master is and then he says that line the chaos that ensues to me that's on the inside that's the chaos on the inside of you yeah. of like god what the fuck like you like yeah. you just want to get out of this but you can't because you're so fucking stuck in it yeah man that fucking song is, okay in, in spite of how awesome well this this track is awesome uh i think it's definitely on the like anthemic and anthemic is that how you pronounce it and anthemic anthemic yeah anthemic side Anthem, anth- anthemic? anthemic. Yeah, I think it's anthemic. Anthemic, yeah. 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 Um, it's it definitely from the previous tracks. It feels more. Yeah, it does feel more on the anthemic side. Like fuck my life, dude. Like, yeah. uh, I I love that it it has more of a grandiose sound than the previous two oh, tracks. Yeah, definitely, it's definitely hitting. Like so far, this album is hitting a lot of different points in terms of like the audio engineering. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, so far, they've been the three songs have been different from each other in mm. terms of that, and, and they haven't sounded kind of the same like like before. I right. Thought. So yeah, I I felt I don't know, that was fucking pretty. That was, that was good, but the, the story still continues. It's, yeah, dude. yeah. Like, it's I think it's um yeah, dude. This I, I I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm in, I'm like super excited to hear what the rest of the album is like. I'm sure there's going to be a lull at some point. Like, yeah, I, sure. I, I, I'm, I know they there's going to be a song. They all can't be bangers, yeah. but you know, fuck, whatever. Who cares? Well, yeah. maybe we'll find it. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we won't. Maybe there isn't. I mean, there's only 11 songs on this album, so you know, maybe there isn't. Maybe he just did. Fuck it. I'm going to do the best 11 songs, you know, that I could do right now, and I'm just going to put them out. All right. So, you got anything else on that one? No, I just have to say that song's uh, the lyrics. Prob I I would say the lyrics for this song um, are probably the best of the three that we've heard. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. I agree with you on that for sure. All right, so this one, uh, this is the next track number four. See you there. This one's a long. This one's four and a half minutes. So, all right, well, we're gonna hit uh, the play on it. Ready and go. All right. So that was track number four called See You There. What do, what do you got for me? What do you got? Okay, so it seems like the first third of the album was kind of dedicated to being in the bellows of a scorched earth or whatever. Yeah. And now, I don't know if he's accepting his fate. Like, there, it feels like this Greek mythology thing, like the way the gods went against the Titans. Like, yep. Like, yeah, yeah. for for the Titans to be the creators of the gods themselves, like Zeus and um, Athena and all, like everything yeah. that like falls afterwards. Uh, and then Kronos being like the, is, is he the father of all gods, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's, yeah, he's like the, but there's like this very interesting thing. Cause it's even like Frankenstein itself, like to go against your creator. Right. Like, yeah. like there's, and now he's going into the cosmos now. Like it's, 
because uh, there's a line that in the very beginning where he says, uh, "We've been running for you," like almost saying that humanity itself is gunning for God. It's yeah. God itself or whatever. And then you put the anvil or he put anvils on my shoulders just to stop me from dancing. Like to say that all the things, all the uh, adversities that one faces can't keep me from, from, uh, from getting to him or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and what else do I have to add? And then going to hell. I mean, shit, like, yeah, oh, yeah. what the fuck is this? Oh, sorry. got a message from somebody, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, what do you think about the going to hell aspect? Like that, like it's just accepting the fate that. Yeah. That's kind of what I got is, is, is that's accepting of the fate. It's like, well, you're going to hell. He's like, I'm doing all this shit, but it's like, well, you're going to hell anyway. So then I think he's kind of just like, well, if I'm going to hell anyway, then fuck it. I'm going to fight the man. You know, I'm going to go get him. I'm going to go take him with me. Like, you know, do whatever. And and so that, when I was listening to that song right there, um, and this, Oh, sorry, God. No, I literally, and I kind of, I don't know, I, I think maybe I've said this before about how, you know, the, you think of songs and then like, I, I, I put them into, into how I would utilize them in, in things or whatever. Right. Mm. And so honestly, as I'm sitting there reading it, so that, that story that I wrote after or whatever, which is kind of like about what happens after you die, that's the fucking, if this was, if it when it, when it becomes a TV show, eventually that's the fucking theme song right <laughs> yeah. there. Like no fucking joke. I had that in my head. I had the whole, I got, now I got it all planned out and I'm like, oh man, this is this, this song thematically is perfect for that thing. And then it's musically it's it's a very it's it's okay so the first track was those low bass tones right i guess or whatever and now this one but they were frenetic as you said now this is the low bass tones brought back again but they're like they're they're just slowed down it's just it's very slow and methodical and it's very like that right it's funky and like i don't know if it's i don't know if it's futility in it it has to be like futility or just accepting the situation that the song feels like you're almost like somebody falling out of the sky without a parachute. Like, yeah. like, Oh fuck, I'm fucked. Like, yep, it's like, well, I'm going to die. So I might as well just, just enjoy you know, it. Enjoy whatever. it. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of, that's kind of the feel I got was, yeah, if you're, you're going, you're going to hell anyway, just fucking enjoy the ride then let's go. Yeah. You know? Or go, go down fighting or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, um, as somebody that enjoys like more funkier, uh, yeah, I guess you can even maybe say like jazzy elements Stuff, yeah. for this song. Like I, I, I really fucking liked it. I thought it was cool. Uh, yeah, same here. I agreed. I, and, I liked it, and it feels like a break from the other three that were far more uh, sad and. Me- <laughs> I don't know if they were sad, but mel- definitely melancholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious to see if these songs now become more. A beat, or we're just gonna keep going down the fucking the rabbit hole. Dante's in front. This was this was just maybe the break song, and now we're gonna go back to being fucking into lowering the the rings of hell. Yeah, go, yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Okay, so the next one is called track track number five. It's called Freak Boy. All right. Well, so, that does not sound chill. <laughs> that does not sound chill at all. No, it doesn't actually. <laughs> it sounds like things are about to get real. So here we go. We're gonna listen to it in uh, Ready Set Go. All right. So yeah, that was uh, Freak Boy, track number five. And man, I have to say, I, I just want to start off by saying the shit we've been saying about the Matrix stuff. Uh, it was it was heavy, and well, at least it got me at the beginning in this song when he's when he's talking about uh, you know Cosmic Dread. He's got a fistful, and then he says, "Ignorance is bliss." 
I just want to turn it. I'm just trying to be blissful, right? Man, it, he he eating that thing. He's eating that steak in the Matrix or whatever. He's like, God, ignorance is bliss, right? That, yeah. To me, that was a direct, I don't know, reference. It felt like to, to that. Um, and then just this whole theme of just trying to get out or whatever. He's saying, I don't want to turn out just like you. I don't want to be. And I don't know if he was or- being... To say in both sides of the coin are being two different kind of characters in this song because there's that one set at the beginning where he's like oh man i just want to be ignorance and i just want to be in bliss right and then it goes on to where it's he, the, the the chorus of the song is oh, i don't want to be just like you i want to i want to do a thing or two you know um but anyways go ahead um <clears throat> Shit, no, keep uh, keep going. If you have, yeah, you know. he's saying you know he doesn't want to do a th- he doesn't want to be like you, hating everything that you do, right? And that's that whole thing about being in the matrix. And then he's just saying, man, like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a roach, and like, hey man, I saw I saw the world burn, but uh, you know, hey hey, I know you wanna, I know you wanna. So I I wonder how this compares <clears throat> to the previous song because that one felt like it was more on like the cosmic level, like kind of like the uh, I keep saying like I need to stop saying that. Uh, the Gurren Login thing where it just, the concept kept getting, kept getting bigger, bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I don't know if he's saying that he himself is trying to be more than the roach. Uh, if he's fighting God itself or existence yeah, yeah. <laughs> itself, because it, it does feel like that previous song was hitting that note. And now this one is saying, well, now I'm just trying to exist in the world that's left over. Right. Yeah. Um, just trying to bide get 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 by or whatever yeah and, yeah um and you know what was funny there was a line in here that he uh he said uh he said i know you i know you freaky but you got to keep your sh- in your pants right but it didn't on the lyrics if he, if he said shit it would have it would have ended like it would have started out or whatever but it literally just says keep your sh- in your pants so like that's what he intended the lyric to be i guess right so i don't i have no idea what that means i was just thinking oh, what do you think of that meant well that, um like I know you know is he just did he like self censor just to make a reference to I don't know censorship or is he did he I don't know I mean you could say shit but I think in the context of the song of him trying to be more rest- I don't know if it's restrained or because um, I mean li- li- I, yeah, with, yeah like yeah, like okay. li- li- living within the confines of this world yeah um and I don't know I don't you know it doesn't matter to me what shit is right right no but, yeah, yeah but he's like. Even he's holding back on the lyrics themselves. Yeah, yeah, all right. So when you say it like that, that actually makes it more impactful, I guess, because he's saying like, hey, man, I know you're a freaky motherfucker, but you got to keep your sh- in your pants. You know, you got you to gotta keep it in your pants or whatever. Like, hey, yeah. but he's he's censoring himself yeah. saying, hey, I, I know you're freaking. You want to hear this, but in the confines of like this, this part of the story, I oh, mean, you got to just go with the flow. You got to be, you know... In the same way that, like, some people don't feel comfortable sharing, like, their fandom in yeah. general population or society. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and w- or whatever aspect of your own life. Like, uh, if, dude, if you really love baseball or who the fuck knows and you're, like, out in the world and you're, like, and the first thing you bring up is baseball. Like, oh, you're, yeah, like, people are going to think you're a fucking weirdo. Or even so. dating. Like, yeah. like, dating, like, oh, yeah. you don't give everybody... You don't throw your cards all out there. No, right? you don't. You, you kind hold, of, hold them back a little bit. Yeah, you hold see them where back. it goes. Yeah, so I guess that's kind yeah, of what I was getting at. But yeah, uh, it does. It definitely feels at the moment right now. I guess what I see is that the first three songs were like the first act, and then the yeah. the song. I think the fourth song was kind of like the bridge between the first and second. Because now the yeah. songs are starting to feel more optimistic. Right. Yeah, they're a little more upbeat. Yeah. So. Um, 
I, I don't know. That's just kind of like an observation that I had was that it we're now we're if it feels like there's acts. There's three songs that were just weird and strange and um, kind of depressing, <laughs> nihilistic, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fatalistic, whatever you want to call it. Um, and now we're kind of getting more in an, into a more optimistic perspective with these songs that we just heard the last two, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with you. I think that's where this is maybe going. And, and I don't know, maybe we're reading too deeply. I don't think we it, are. Cause I, I just but, heard, I just heard the, uh, the next song and I'm like, Oh, oh okay. I, I, I think, I think we're on this. I think we're right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. All right. So the next song is uh, track six. It's going to be called tied up. So here we go. We're going to listen to it and go. Okay. That was track number six tied up. Would you, uh, would you think Adam? Uh, as far as like the sound of the <clears throat> tracks, I thought it was probably the, I don't know why, but per, for me personally, this is the best sounding track. Like I, I love the instrumentals that, um, when it comes to him doing the verses, mm-hmm. it, it simplifies to going down to bass and drums, which I yeah. really like. Cause it kind of makes the focal point on the lyrics and Genesis Wusu's voice. Yeah, yeah. But the chorus with like the little riffs that are played in between with like the guitar and stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good. Um, and again, it's just adding on to the, um, what I call the second act about him just going through life and, uh, yeah, like living through hell and still finding ways to exist and per, uh, uh, persevere, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, I was trying to look. Did you happen to look into that good dough? Yeah, one? yeah, I, I did because okay. I was wondering what the fuck that was. And so it's an it's an Irish it's play. A play. Yeah. yeah, and and basically it's, it's called Waiting for Godot. And basically it's where these two guys are trying to meet up with this dude Godot or whatever. And he keeps saying, "Oh, I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow." And the, the whole play basically nothing happens with any kind of level of certainty whatsoever. It's kind of like chaos kind of like life i guess mm-hmm. right and i guess that's probably what the what, what it's commenting on so uh so i don't i don't know if i personally understand it if he's saying that i'm waiting for somebody that's never gonna come like i shouldn't be waiting for somebody that's never gonna right, come is yeah. that is that what that's kind of what i got that's what i that's what i got from it yeah um or i shouldn't but, hope for better days like the better days should be what i'm making of like the of life itself like right making, yeah. making, making lemons out of, out of the lemonade instead of making lemonade out of lemons. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, man, if you could reverse some lemonade out of lemons, that'd be fucking. Or turn the lemonade back into lemons. Um, where was that line? Because I wanted to see what else was around there real quick, just because I can't, I can remember because I was curious. Oh yeah, he says, "Because uh, damn, what else can I do?" But then he's like, "Yeah, I can wait here for Godot or pick up my legs and move." So he's like, "Yeah, I- basically." I could just sit here and wait around like an asshole and and wait for better things to potentially come wait for either better things or worse things sa- or whatever. A savior, yeah, like, someone yeah. to come save me, basically, because that's because originally we said that I I originally thought that he was referring to uh, what's her name Gal Gadot who was Wonder Woman. Like, oh, I could wait for I could wait for, for Gadot to come <laughs> save me. Like, yeah. you could wait for Wonder Woman to come save you. I was like, oh yeah. shit, but I was like, wait a minute, that can't be it. That can't be what he's talking about. Yeah. Like, you know, but uh, even if that was what he was talking about, that's still a great line. It's still it's it kind of even. Means the same it's like oh you can yeah. wait around for captain save to come just, get you right uh you know it's just, it kind of it works either way so. yeah it definitely does uh but yeah um i'd have to say that this song if if you had to imagine which song would have the most commercial success i think this one would be it um again it, ha- it has to do with the instrumentals and the chorus itself yeah. like it's so gripping um right. 
whereas the other songs are more on like the philosophical not to say the instrumentals and everything else isn't great but this song i think is the one that would ca- capture people in in mass i guess right yeah this is like the um the the mainstream population would would probably like yeah this like this is your go to this right. is this, this is your, your single yeah. if you're if you're going to try to get mainstream success you put this one out i mean so far i mean who knows there could be one later down the line that's better but yeah. so far yeah i think this one is the this is the one yeah you put this as your single to play on the little radio stations or whatever yeah it's also the baseline the baseline the the slap like the the hard the hard beat like yeah. it, it i got to i got a thing for bass so yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, 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 it slaps, as the kids say. Yeah, it, it definitely it's, slaps, it's, yeah. It's, it's good to go. All right, so that was number six. So here we go with uh, number seven. It's called That's Life, and then in uh, parentheses, A Swamp. So maybe my, my prediction is that it's a distinction between Frank Sinatra. To add that little uh, parentheses. Yeah. Because there is a song from... Um, Frank Sinatra called called That's That's Life. Life, Yeah. Yeah, And it's kind of, I don't know if it's a downtrodden song. So now do you think this is, okay, so one, two, and three were the melancholy type act, right? Like four was the bridge between the two. Yeah. So yeah, first act is being in the dumps and then second act is more optimistic. Uh, What's, what are we on seven? Well, this is seven. So this would, this would be. So the last three tracks would be the third act, I guess. Eight. Wait, no, that would be four songs. Yeah. Well, let's see how this one goes. Maybe we'll be able to put it together. All right, so here we go. We're going to play it, and now. All right, so that was track seven. That's Life, A Swamp. What what do you you got for me, Adam? What would you feel about that one? Oh, shit. It's it's called... It's called That's Life, and then A Swamp in parentheses. Okay, I I, I don't know why I didn't remember that. (laughs) I know you mentioned the parentheses thing, but I'm like, okay. Uh, So I think... This particular song is about being in a toxic or yeah, being in a toxic relationship. Yeah. Um now that he has adjusted to living in a chaotic world, he's like, all right, well, let me try to relate to another human being. And now he's entered a whatever the relationship, whether it's romantic or it's uh platonic or platonic or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh there is a lot of lines alluding to Christ, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah, as one would put it, got got a couple of those. Uh, I mean, there's a line about um, where is it? Puncture me with holes, the boy becomes breeze. Uh, yep. I, I, yeah, yeah, that's uh, I felt like the, so the way that Genius the website organizes it, it's part one, which is like the the more upbeat part of the section yeah, is, yeah, the fir- yeah. is the first part and right. the second part is like the more melodic slow yeah, yeah, yeah. um slowed down portion of the song so i think the whole chorus of baby it's not about me is saying like you're projecting all your shit all your insecurities all your problems are you putting it on me and i can't deal with that shit so right <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah. fuck off like basically yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the other part of the song is um yeah i mean just basically what i said is that uh He's entered some kind of relationship, whether it's platonic or romantic or whatever it might be. Uh, this person turns out that doesn't have their shit together, I guess you could yeah. say, in so many words. Um, and he's trying to help that person realize it, or he doesn't want to deal with other people's baggage, I guess you could say, as he yeah. alludes to in the song. Um, I don't know if I have anything else to add, but it seems like he's now trying to con- connect with other people in the world. 
Yeah, no, I, I can I, I can agree with that interpretation. I think that's pretty much what I kind of the conclusion I came to. Basically, the same kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I did like that. How like they broke it up on there. It's funny you say it in two parts because to me that was two distinctly different songs songs almost Mm -hmm. in terms especially musically they were very different and it's interesting because that that's the longest track on here it's five minutes and 27 seconds yeah and so you he probably could have easily cut that into two songs but especially with the 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 beats or whatever being so different from each other yeah he could have made a whole other song out of that but I, I kind of think that as he's were as we're seeing the juxtaposition of things or whatever that that was clearly obviously very intentional yeah to just say no 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this just as make one, it one track because it has track. to be, it's one story like, right yeah it can't, it can't be it can be split into two but you might as well but just make it one it's it's yeah he's and that's the thing is you can tell as I mean he said that's the first line he said on on this album or whatever when at the beginning or not at the beginning of the album but when album when iTunes is is you click on it it says uh, Genesis Owusu says this is him telling a story. That's basically what it says, right? This album is him telling a story. Right. And so it's funny because it's almost like these little, it's broken up into these little mini stories and mini story. Each song is a little mini story. And so this one, it was, it was, oh no, yeah, this is, that's part of that story, right? And that's why it's five minutes long or whatever. And it's, it's basically two different songs combined into one almost. So how many songs do we have left? Uh, so that was number seven. So we have four eight, more. nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, we have four more. Okay, so I have a feeling maybe the last one's probably going to be like, well, how long is that one? Uh, the last one's four minutes and 16 oh, seconds. Oh, shit, never mind. I thought it was just going to be like an outro or something, but yeah. Um, okay, interesting. Yeah, so, no, it looks like these are all regular songs. Like, they're going to be legit songs for the rest of the time. Okay. They're all... So we're on eight now? Yeah, this will be number eight. This one's called Balthazar. Oh, is that a... That's a fucking... One of the... One of the demons of... Uh, of hell itself? Of he- like yeah. One of the com- I don't know if it's, it's like a commander I don't, I don't know if he's like the head... He's not... I don't know if he's the head demon, but he's... I think it's... He's one of the more important ones. We'll look it up while I'm looking at this. Yeah, because... Yeah, comment right. better on it. All right. So, all right. Here we go. And... This is Dante's Inferno, dude. It must... It, it feels it, like it, you know? It, it's like Genesis Owusu's own Dante's... Dante's like, Inferno, like yeah. the dissension of man or human- humanity itself into... Well, a proverbial hell, which is right. Earth, which is, which is this existence, yeah. And then trying to relate to other people. I, I don't know. That's also know. the hell is trying to relate to other people. <laughs> yeah, there's a hellscape. All right, we're gonna listen to it. Here we go. All right, in three, two, one, go. Okay, so that was track eight, Balthazar. What did you? What were your impressions of that one, dude? I have no idea what that song was about. Uh, yeah, I, I, because I, in looking up. Balthazar or whatever. I thought it was a demon from hell. Well, technically, it, it, there is a demon, Balthazar. So what I found, so Balthazar is one of the three magi who brought Christ the fucking... The, the, the Yeah, the, one of those gifts or whatever when he was born, right? That's in, in biblical lore. Mm. That's that's who he is. So I didn't even know that. But also, he is, it does say that he's he is a de- regarded as a, a demon or whatever, and he's like, I don't know if he's a fallen something, but in, in Catholicism, he's Balthazar's a saint. So, I, you know, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird. So I know the pride before the fall. That's an actual um, uh, that's in one of the, I think it's in Ezekiel. I don't remember what it's in uh, pride before the fall. Let me look it up real quick. Yeah, that is the, the pride before the fall or whatever. That is a, a theme. But it's funny because. If maybe he's he's commenting Proverbs, on oh, God, Proverbs yeah. sixteen eighteen, uh, yeah, pride before pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit 
Um, pride goes before destruction, a, a haughty spirit before a fall. Uh, well, the shit, there's like many interpretations, but they all, yeah. they're, they're all more and, or less. The and same. so, when, I mean, kind of when you, when you put that context into it, uh, I kind of feel like that song is just about, oh man, like I'm going to do what I do, right? Like, I mean, at the beginning, he says, I won't wait my turn. This is the way, the way I live is the way I burn, right? So, the way, I, you know, hey, if I'm going to hell for all this shit, anyways, I'm, I'm going to live it my way. Like, I'm going to do it what I, what I want to do, you know? Do you think the alchemy is referring to like his personal experiences being a human? Like, the, comp- what he's composed of is all the memories, all the experiences that he's had is like, if you don't like who I am as I am or whatever experienced, then you know, you can go, you can go fuck yourself or whatever. Yeah, no, I mean that cause, cause I, I think you're right because when he, when he's saying in that part of the song, it wasn't for my alchemy, you'd burn me through and you don't like my alchemy. Well, I love you too. So it's like, Oh, if it wasn't for me taking my, all my experiences, everything that's made up of me and putting it out here on Whatever this thing, you, you wouldn't even me. like me. Yeah. Like you wouldn't like me because obviously this is why you like me is because you, you like my music or whatever the case is. And so, uh, if you don't like it, well then, Oh, Hey man, I love you too. You know, it's like, he's like yeah. just being sarcastic yeah. or whatever. So yeah. that sounds like right there. But, but yeah, that, that was a very interesting way, uh, to look at it but yeah other than that i mean i don't know man that one that one kind of got me a little threw me for a loop but i mean i, I like the song the the the, yeah, the beat was good the the I, <clears throat> I think what i enjoy about the more oh shit what the fuck <laughs> um i think what i enjoy about the high energy songs is that there's like i don't know if it's a bass or a guitar that has that heavy distortion uh-huh but uh it, it's something that was that like yeah, that kind of thing. Because there, there was, it, I, I think there was only one song that was like that with smiling with no teeth, that was just all like kind of punk driven or gar- yeah. garage rock driven. Um, and now this is coming out a little bit more in in that direction. In, yeah, in, in like three or four songs, or yeah, I would probably say more, more like three songs that we've uh, yeah. heard in the past. But um, I already forgot some of the titles of the songs, so I couldn't tell you specifically which ones, but. There are songs that, uh, well, we've we've seen an array of fucking genres already. Like we've yeah. seen a lot of funk. Like I guess you can say like R and B and even a little bit of like on the jazzy side and the punk rock. The there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, there is. There is, and and it's it's presented in a way that's uh, that's very digestible too. Because you would think, okay, you got let's say just those three or four different genres you just named. Man, th- those would probably if you told me that oh, there's an album that's got all these four things, that'd be kind of like it doesn't work. Eh, that's yeah. not it's not gonna work, man. But no, like it's very digestible in the way he presented this. So, I mean, again, so far I fucking this this album's fucking amazing. So far, I, I like it a lot. Um, this one I got. I, you know, um, the chorus is cool, like the the Balthazar and all that shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, one thing I had to say about the previous track, which was what? Uh, the, the, that's Life, A Swamp. Uh, maybe it was two it was tracks up. back. Yeah, it's too late to mention it. But I was going to say, I like the chorus on one of the songs, but I can't even remember the fucking title of it. But uh, this one, yeah, uh, I I enjoyed it, but I don't know what it means in the overall scope of, of the, the story. Album. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know what it means. Where it fits I, in, and maybe, maybe we have to see the rest of it to or hear the rest of it to kind of figure out what where that might fit in. Yeah, because uh, this just feels like one of those bridge. I don't want to say it's a throwaway song, but it's like one of those bridging songs between what we've heard in the past. What I've been okay, calling so like the first act, the second. So here's my theory, okay. and I think you, I think you're right because yeah. my theory on because combining and piggybacking off your theory. Okay, so one, two, and three were like kind of the 
you know, melancholy type, the beginning of the story, it's kind of whatever, sadness type deal, anger, whatever. Okay, then four was the track that bridges that to the next one. Okay, five, six, and seven were a lot more upbeat, Mm -hmm. right? Eight was this one. This is the bridge between whatever's next. So that's why I think this one kind of, we don't, you know, who knows what this even means. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, I don't, it, and I don't. then there is no need to have a bridge between nine, 10, and 11 because it's the end. Yeah. So if you were going to do each, uh, each act of this story has three songs and then there's two bridges in the middle of them to connect them. Yeah. Then this, that's exactly how this could have been With, that's how, yeah. planned out. That's what, it, that's what it seemed like to me from the beginning. Because yeah. I was trying to figure out why would you fucking choose 11 songs? You know, why would you put 11 songs? And if you're telling a story, to me, that's intentional. It's intentional what you're doing because you're that's part of the story, right? It's yeah. not just you figuring, like, oh, I randomly chose to put 11 songs on here. Like, nah, man, I feel like there's got... Maybe I'm doing, doing more conspiracy shit, but yeah. I just feel like there's got to be more to it, you know? Yeah. But, uh, all right, so the next song is going to be called Stay Blessed, and we're going to play it right now in 3, 2, 1, go. Okay, so that was number nine, Stay Blessed. That one, to me, that was a very punk rock kind of song, or very kind of... Yeah, dude, the, I think the thing I really enjoyed about it was... Um... Well, it again, I don't know if that's just like a really they added the effect to the bass to give it like yeah. that guitar distorted sound. And then I, I think it is a bass because later in the song, it, it hits like a second gear with like the guitar yeah. itself. And yeah. it's like, oh, shit, man. OK, when, when it when it did that, when it did that, when it changed gears. Right. And it did that like that little thing. I, I you know, that song, um, it's like. Johnny doesn't know or Timmy or whatever the fuck the guy's name is. Uh, in the song. Uh, I don't know what the, yeah, the thing is, but it's like uh, somebody doesn't know, right? And it's like Scotty doesn't. Scotty know. doesn't know. That's right. Yeah, yeah. dude, man, I, that I, that dude, I, I was like, holy shit, is this gonna is he gonna sample that fucking song? And then yeah. and then it turned into oh no, it's own thing. And I was like, oh man, this is even better. Yeah. And it was that was pretty fucking sweet. I was just like, oh damn, that was that was good. I liked the way they did that. That one was yeah, that was definitely the most kind of. Uh, punkish type song on here so far what do you think it means in the context of the whole album because i don't know if i fully understand if he's like regressed into being i I don't know if it's like a self-empowerment song because there's this line that says uh if you feel me now then the filthy crowd got a brand new crown coming through now we fill the ground if you kill me now you you gonna deal with the roach number two? Um, is that saying? Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's like saying that he's one with humanity, or like th- that humanity has rejected God, or like, or that, we're, like they're all united, and whoever die, like if if Genesis Owusu is the leader of this um, unseen army of people yeah. that are um, that are standing up and trying to like find purpose in life, then if he dies, like he's already, he's, he's got his like own V for vendetta kind of like moment. It's like the next, there's another person to take that spot to carry people kind of like a Moses, Moses figure. He's like, he's going to take the tribe of people. uh, And, uh, They'll, they'll find a way to move through life, I guess you could say. Yeah. So, all right. So one interpretation of, Okay, that that previous song six tied up. Okay, I I didn't say it because I thought maybe I was fucking being too 
I was being too analytical or something. Mm-hmm. But now that I kind of see this, I kind of think the meaning of that song when, he, when he's saying about how, oh, caught, caught, you know, God, now I'm tied up, right? I think like that's, oh man, he knocks somebody up mm-hmm. as, you know, being part of the human experience. Mm-hmm. And now in this one, this song to me seems like he's almost explaining to someone how it works like he's saying about how he's he's talking shit to the he's saying hey i'm a roach that a god's coming after you know hey i'm just a bastard come kiss me like my child right and mm-hmm. he didn't say my child but and then he says he's hey man we're just vessels for a natural disaster he's saying this stuff and then he's telling that but then he's he's saying but hey up there i'm still i still got my eye on you motherfucker up there if you kill me now roach number two is gonna come get for you because i'm gonna explain to him how the world works and then he goes on later on in the song to basically say oh man there's no guy no knowing when you're going through hell you just keep going your reality your reality is showing and then he says hey i don't plan on being a martyr i'm a muck and that's cool the world's still absurd till we pass away meaning till we die right and then this globe it doesn't hinge on morality and he's saying hey you're here i'm here uh didn't earn this mortality right just basically saying like hey man we're all gonna die like he's explaining to someone maybe who's younger than him like a kid i feel like how life works and this is like all obviously in generalities but now it's kind of like saying "Hmm, okay and then he's just saying hey stay blessed man yo stay blessed you know just 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 go with it man it's all good yeah i uh again this was just Another one of those songs, I like, I don't know if I fully understand. Like you might be onto something because uh, I kind of feel I, like that's that part of the story now. I, like I, di- I didn't mi- I didn't see that part where he he has like a line of secession with a child or whatever. Yeah, I I don't know if I missed that in the previous songs. If he mentioned that, well, part. no, he he didn't specifically say that. But oh. I'm saying in that tied up here, I'll go back to. The, we'll just go back because fuck it, this is our show. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. So. uh I'll go back to tied up real quick and then okay so my inference of that was the meaning of what he was saying when mm. of the lyric when he was saying um when he says caught and I'm feeling tied up tied up trying to be a better man why would you try to be a better man well cuz you're about to have a kid oh, right? right uh caught uh and I'm feeling fired up fired up hotter than a ceiling fan cuz he's like fuck man I'm going to have a kid dude I'm going to be a father bro like you know he's he's excited about it now maybe that's my experience of being a father right maybe that's where I'm inferring that meaning from my own you know experiences or whatever but to me that's kind of what that is um and then like yeah i don't know when they say up here about um you know oh i'm bleeding from my legs but it's all right today like oh i'm I'm bleeding it's okay i'm on my period like you know or maybe not he's saying that but it's like maybe the girl's telling him that or whatever and Mm -hmm. then it's like oh and then later on that's when he's like oh caught fuck i got caught now now i got you know some i got tied up now so now i have a kid now or i got her pregnant or whatever the case may be that could be this is that part of the story where oh man because this part that middle part that we had talked about that five six and seven is more of an upbeat kind of thing and it's like oh shit man like maybe you would think that'd be something that would get you down but like no he's just like oh man all right cool this is the upbeat part because he says, oh, I'm going to try to be a better man now. I'm going to try to do this, right? So then referring back to then this song Maybe of Stay can... Blessed, I feel like that's where it's like now it's him explaining to his kid, hey, this is how shit goes. And that's why he said that line about like, oh, you're going to have to deal with number two because it ain't just me, motherfucker. There's this little bastard that I brought into the world too now that, oh, you're going to have to deal with this fool if you fucking try to kill me. Yeah. I don't know. That's just, that's maybe, like I said, I could be reading too too deeply into it. Yeah, I don't maybe know. Not. I don't know. Does this guy have kids? Like, I don't know. Maybe he does. Who knows? Well, so. yeah, I guess you can even take it like in a broader sense that if he has, well, even though uh, maybe the previous song had alluded to him not being... Or I don't know, because what was the other song where he was saying that he didn't 
fuck with this other person because they were bringing extra baggage. And well, maybe he actually found somebody. Now he's created a family. Right. Yeah. Uh, and maybe it's not even like a literal blood child, like a, a sure, yeah, like a blood related child that he has. Um, but w- what if it's just like he found a community of people? that could be the next uh again yeah, like, the, like, like even though it's not yeah it doesn't because like you said the v some, for vendetta thing it, you don't have to be it doesn't have to be like your blood child but, to have oh now you found a tribe uh, or whatever that follows you now and there's whatever. like a line of secession there's yeah. there's somebody that else somebody else that could take the cow or could take the mantle of, right of of, of the him. next leader yeah. or whatever right it, yeah, yeah but it started with him and now it's being passed on to somebody else and yeah now at this point of the story it's like he's telling whoever this person is like how the world works and he's kind of like explaining it to them and just you know oh man you know what now that i think about it like tying that back to like greek mythology because you know like the story of prometheus right yeah um how he was the person that bared well if he gave fire to, to humanity yeah. but it, what it what it really was was like knowledge itself to right. a gift from the gods to give um or actually it wasn't even a gift he stole it yeah <laughs> uh and passed it to humanity and he's paying for that and like what if genesis wusu is somebody like that is he's passing like the knowledge of how to deal with life itself and he's combating against right by uh, doing uh, that. He's he's saying yeah. he's fuck, saying fuck the man by then passing the secrets on how to, to make life, life a little easier. Yeah, because because that's the whole thing is oh well fire made life easier for humans right. So it's like well the gods don't like that. So now it's like oh here's here I'm gonna pass to you on this forbidden knowledge which obviously that's the theme in most religious or ancient texts and whatnot is forbidden knowledge right at the apple right and mm. adam and eve you know that whole thing um you know there's a lot of that thematic element to and most of those he's uh <clears throat> brought up like uh jesus related things like yeah being, uh getting holes the, the in the hands yeah, yeah uh yeah there's there's been things that have been pointing to like the savior figure which i guess could be jesus right uh, since we're talking specifically about putting holes in your hands or yeah, yeah. bearing the cross as he says in one of the songs um yeah I, I think this if i had to like find two generalizations to like summarize the album is that i feel like this is kind of like a dante's inferno scenario for yeah. genesis of wusu but also like instructions of how to deal with life itself and scorched uh, i guess he says scorched earth but he means that like in a not a literal sense but oh shit maybe in a literal sense in, in, in the future <laughs> but um yeah uh, i guess th- those are like the two things like, i've kind of like taken away is uh deal- yeah, yeah. I, as much as any fucking artist says they're dealing with uh reality and like the songs they make are right like how they cope or how, whatever how they you know? cope or how they perceive reality so yeah but uh, yeah, this song again. I'm I'm not entirely sure. What, I felt more sure about the other songs, but these ones, yeah. like the last two, I'm 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 not entirely sure. But you know, we gave it a shot. That's true. We did that. We did. We, I mean, we went down a rabbit hole with it. All right, now so we got two songs left. So let's see. Maybe we can figure these out. All right. So it's uh, this next track's number ten. What comes will come. Ooh, wait, hold up. I wanted to say. So it was cool to hear the. F- like 70 percent of the song be like that punk or post-punk sound yeah and then having like that r&b section like the break, oh like yeah, yeah. The slow bridge i'm like oh that's cool like that shouldn't work but it does it does <laughs> yeah and, and then that's the other thing too man who the fuck would have who would have thought of this no one obviously because no one's really done that before i feel like or at least hasn't had any kind of hmm. hasn't been brought to my attention so it's just like damn man why did i think of this shit yeah 
Oh, probably because I'm not a fucking musical genius, so that's why. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> All right, here we go. What comes will come. Track number 10. Here we go. We're going to play it now. Exercise. Mm, that was track 10. What comes will come. So what did you think about this one? Again. Uh, no, nothing? You got nothing? Uh, yeah, you know, as, as much as I think I could break down lyrics and shit, um, this one was kind of hard to pick apart, although there are things that probably suggest what the meaning of the song is like the paying the piper thing or i'm i'm peter pipe i wonder if that's like if it has to do because it, it you know the, the title of the song is what come will come like yeah almost as if you're in a state of mind to say that everything that i've done in my life is gonna whether i was a good or bad person like everything that has coming I yeah, have coming yeah. to me is going to come to me, right? Like, but I don't know what else that could mean. So, beyond, yeah. all right, yeah. So it's interesting you say that too, because so okay, you know, like at the beginning and throughout, there was that. It sounded like an organ almost, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so I think this song, I think this in this part of the story, he dies. All right, or he. This is like his funeral or okay. something, right? Okay. And so, um, or the character, maybe not, maybe it's not him, but maybe he, some, someone dies, the, the right? Persona, yeah. I feel like that this, this, that's where it was going, right? Because then, um, because he, he says, make some noise for your mama's favorite agitator, right? So it's like, oh man, he's just saying, it's everybody saying, hey, all right, man, here he is. He's dead now. And then it's, and then it says in here, oh, he's going down. So if you walk with me, then you walk with Satan, right? Uh, a wise man once said, uh, nah, he didn't say nothing. <laughs> it's like, nah, he didn't say anything. It's like some guy giving his usually. A wise man once said, ah, nah, man, they didn't say shit. Um, oh, you know what? You, you might be right because uh, keep going. Uh, but anyways, then it goes on. So like in, in thinking about the previous song, so the previous song he gave, he passed his knowledge down, right? Now in this song, he dies or whatever. Now he's gone. And maybe he's maybe he died and came back because there is a thing in here when he says, oh, well, Satan saw me. He said, he said, oh, get out of here. Like, get, what are you doing back here? Get out, you motherfucker. Get out of here. Like, go on, get. Like, yeah. you know, that that's, that's, I don't know what. And then the Peter Pipe, Peter Piper thing. I okay, so I, I was trying to Google that to figure out what the fuck that could mean, right? And so this thing came up called the Peter Piper Principle, where basically it's this uh, like fallacy or something that humans have, where if we see a name or a let us something that's titled similar to something else, like we will get confused about who it is. And so if it's like if you if an author has a as a guy named Peter and a guy named Paul. We're going to probably confuse who the fuck they are. It's like some weird thing, right? So he's saying Peter Piper and then I'm Peter Piper, Peter Pipe. Peter Piper, Peter Pipe. So he's, he's is it is it saying is he alluding to oh shit, man, maybe the wrong guy died right here. Maybe it was supposed to be some other guy but then he got confused or you know what I'm saying like the 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 Peter Piper fallacy kicked in and like oh someone else died in his place that was similar to him but it wasn't or something i don't know maybe i'm reaching well, on that one the, but the well i think you might have something uh, about him dying or accepting his fate yeah because, yeah because the chorus saying you ever see the sun you ever walk my way i've never felt at home maybe referring to earth that like he never felt like he had a place here and yeah that now that he's dead uh maybe he can experience some of the grandeurs of existence right because uh, then at the end of the song it literally the last part of it is is i suffered at my least what comes what comes will come to me and that repeats a bunch of times and it says i can feel your i can feel your everything i can everything, feel you yeah, yeah. and so, it's like it's uh, like saying i what comes will come to me yeah i can feel my everything like oh man i may have suffered 
I may have suffered here, but now, now I can feel it all. Now I can feel it all yeah. as I'm dead or whatever. Yeah, and the well, even in the chorus, um, I never saw the sun. I never walked this way. I never. Yeah. Uh, I never not this place. Uh, let's see. I don't know if I have anything else to add. I I do think he possibly whatever character he created for this album is dead now. And yeah. Yeah, this has to be him. Uh, accepting the after or transitioning, transitioning, to the, yeah, yeah, to like whatever's next, I guess, right? Because if if you are right about the previous song about passing knowledge, or uh, if he has created a new person to lead his tribe, or whatever you want to call yeah. it, then he can pass away. See, then this, his his existence no is no longer necessary because there is another roach in line to take to, his, to yeah. take his to take his throne, yeah. the throne or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. So it does seem. Like this is him in the afterlife, or or he's transitioning, or, or, or dying, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Yeah. All right. So cool. All right. So then the la- the final track, eleven, the final one called "Stuck to the Fan." It's four minutes and sixteen seconds. So let's see. Okay. It's uh, I think it's the second longest track on here. All right. So we're gonna play it okay, in three, two, one, track. go. Number eleven, "Stuck to the Fan." Mm. I, so I just found something. What'd you find? Okay. So I went on Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Uh. Well, I was trying to find anything that had to do with Timbo itself. Yeah, right? yeah okay. So, because uh, I was concerned, well, not concerned, but I was interested in the line where he says, um, stuck in limbo, singing Timbo while I timber to the floor. Uh, the T is capitalized. Is that a name? Well, anyways, uh, a Timbo... So according to Urban Dictionary, mm-hmm. a timbo is a sexual position unparalleled in greatness. <laughs> it occurs <laughs> when a man is lying down on a bed and a woman mounts his member. So referring to his dick, I imagine. Uh-huh. Yeah. She then places a firm grip on an above hanging ceiling. So that is mentioned in the song, the ceiling yeah. itself. She then places a firm grip on the on an above hanging ceiling fan. As the fan spins, the woman will spin also. She maintains intercourse while spinning holy which, shit that is the great which causes extreme pleasure for, so basically the yeah she's sitting on your dick and spinning, spinning yeah. literally like yeah so that sounds fucking amazing <laughs> all right so uh it, it is funny that like he mentions that in the song directly about the fan ceiling or the ceiling fan yeah yeah okay so to me this this song was about all right he he, this is it. He made it. He he's dead. He died in the last song. That confirmed it for me. This song did. He's he's dead. I was gonna, yeah. now he's in heaven, right? And or whatever the afterlife. Well, he says he's in is. limbo, right? Well, he's in limbo, but well, now he's in, he's in the afterlife somehow. Yeah. Whether it's heaven or whatever, okay. but or hell, because he does mention he's in hell still yeah. or whatever, and he does say, yeah, he's in limbo. Um, he says he was stuck in limbo. And then um, there was a line in here where he said, oh, yeah, but he's always said, but you took me right back, took me right back to the place that I know. Shit was stuck to the fan. It was stuck to the fan, right? So I feel like that was a, in the story, he was, he was, his his guy or whoever, he got stuck to the fan. So maybe he just kept recycling in life or whatever and just kept spinning in the fan, right? That's like the... uh, cyclical... Yeah, it it was all just... It just kept going in circles. It was all just circles. And now, finally, this time that he died, oh, fuck, finally, I didn't have to restart back at the fucking beginning again. And now here I am in whatever this is, whether it be limbo, heaven, or hell... Um, you know, here I am. I'm in, I'm at, I made it. I got, I got off this. I got, I'm no longer stuck to this fucking fan and I'm back in the, it's like, 
it's like that scene from uh, the matrix when agent smith was just kind of well technically he was living in a loop because he, he existed in the matrix itself yeah and he's like oh i hate this stench i hate the smell of the thing itself yeah and like he needs to get free and get out and i feel like that's kind of s- similar to the genesis of wusu uh well for this song in particular like whatever he's been going on through life has been on a cycle, I guess. And yeah. this is the first time that he's passed away and actually, and gone, actually somewhere, gone somewhere else. Yeah. Went somewhere different. Yeah. yeah. And so that's pretty, that's, it's pretty interesting. And see, this is unrelated to the stuff, I guess in general, but I would fucking love to talk to this dude, man. Not that it ever would probably happen, but God damn, I just feel like that would be a hell of an interesting conversation just to find out, Hey, what, what did you mean by this or what what give us your tell us the story right because that's what he did with this album he said that he was telling a story and okay cool walk me through it like walk me through that story and sure maybe there will be an interview or somebody will get to fucking talk to him and we'll find out but i sure as hell would like to be the one to sit there and fucking ask him because all right I, ha- I have another theory yeah so in the beginning of the album i feel wherever he was and it doesn't necessarily have to be a literal hell, like the nine rings of hell, like yeah. the nine circles of hell, I guess you could say. And maybe it's more in an abstract sense, but I feel like he worked his way up to limbo, at least. Like oh, okay. he started, he started from the lowest point, and yeah. now because you know, you notice how the song started off in like the worst situation. Yeah. Well, the first song was like, well, the first song was the intro, but like everything else after that was. Um, him starting off at the worst point of his life or whatever shit was going on. Yeah. And then he moved up from being pessimistic or nihilistic or fatalistic. One of those three things, or maybe all three things and then being more optimistic. And now from going from hell, he worked his way up to limbo at least. Yeah. That, that, I mean, yeah, I could see that. That's pretty interesting. It's like, Oh, and, and going back to the cyclical thing, it's like, yeah, maybe he fucking has been cyclically living and dying and going to hell. And now finally, Oh fuck. That's what this end of this last song is. Oh, I made it to limbo. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. At least I'm not in hell. Yeah. Oh, it's better than fucking hell. So yeah. damn, that is, that is fucking, that's an interesting theory. That's uh, a very interesting theory. And there was interesting lines, I think. Uh, okay. So I hit my horn, hit my horns, with my crown of thorns, uh praise lord i don't know i i for whatever reason i was trying to think about that line about singing whitney if, if that's referring to whitney houston because then he talks about drugs and knowing that whitney houston died from overdosing yeah. of like if he's saying that whitney houston's in limbo <laughs> and that's what he's like he's like oh yeah like, oh yeah I, hey there she yeah like i'm fucking uh like the songs that i'm singing or the songs that genesis Wusu is singing in his head is fucking Whitney Houston for whatever reason, maybe because yeah. he saw her in limbo or some shit. I don't yeah, know. Maybe who knows, but the drugs, I, I don't know what else to add about this song, but it definitely, yeah, I think your theory about him fucking dying in the last song is definitely, uh, that's definitely on point. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. Good. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm not usually, I don't know when I listen to music and, and read into shit, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, to, to sometimes interpret obviously what they meant. And we kind of talked about it a little before, maybe not on here, but other things in life about all oh, people doing interviews and stuff and saying, and, and putting their interpretation on the artist. Right. And I think you, you brought that up about how, Oh, some people put their, when they're interviewing them, they put their interpretation of the song. Oh, so what did you mean when you said this? But then they say, 
well, this is what I thought you meant. So why did you mean it to mean what I said? And yeah, it's like, yeah. you, you could just be like, motherfucker, that's not what I meant. You know? So it's, it's, I don't like to obviously put my own meanings on there. Neither do I. Like, but I, I would like to get to the heart yeah, of what it actually I would means. Like, cause, cause and especially with this guy in the way that, cause I, I, I'm a storyteller, right? I like telling stories too. And, and coming up with narratives and things like that. So to have him say, Hey, from the beginning, of this album this album is a story it's a it's a story in and of itself right and he's telling some story i would love to know if i fucking got the story right out of it or got parts of it right that were were intended by the author i guess for lack of a a better term you know just because that would just be interesting to know hey man did i did i pick up on shit because obviously maybe there's some shit that he intended to be picked up on maybe there's shit that he was like oh let's see if any motherfuckers can uh can interpret and see what i meant by this so I don't know. It's interesting to well, to note. What do you make of the second verse where he's talking about the drugs? About like I don't the smoke in my chest is not for me, and and then he follows up with I can I can fuck myself just fine. Is he saying like the body itself that he lived in was like um, since he is a, a created thing, and like this whole thing has kind of been about rebelling against existence itself. Yeah, is he saying like oh I'm I'm there's like this other thing about bodies being like a temple, like treating your body. Yeah. Right? Is he saying F you to God or life itself by fucking up his own body or like, am I interpreting that wrong? No, I, I kind of see that. And I also kind of see part of, or, or a little more of also because he says, Oh, you know, or him basically saying, I don't have like talking about free will, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Cause it's, he's saying, well, the chest, the smoke in my chest isn't for me. Cause I, I didn't fucking choose to do this. You were the one who made me do this God. Cause I have no, I don't have free will. You, your, your plan is everything. Right. So mm. I'm the one who's, who's just, I'm not even smoking this shit. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm smoking it, but because you made me do it. All mm. right. I could, yeah. And he's saying like, listen, I could fuck myself up fine just for free. I don't need to fucking have you do it for me. And he can literally fuck, fuck himself, himself up. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. He can jack off. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah. I don't know if I have anything else to add for like the lyrics, but I don't know. I thought it was a okay. One thing I forgot to add about the previous song uh-huh. is that uh, that organ sound. I love how like crunchy. Yeah. It, like I don't. I don't know if, if I'm describing it right, but compared to how everything else kind of seemed like polish or whatever, and this organ, it was kind of like raw. And yeah, crunchy raw. That's yeah. And crunchy. Yeah, crunchiness. Um, it had like a dub. I don't know if you're familiar with like the dub genre. Like, uh, there, it's kind of like reggae, but there's like reverberation. So when you hear like a trumpet, the trumpet kind of like rever, even the vocals. Like, uh-huh. uh, I think I've heard that before. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, you might be yeah. familiar with like dub if you've heard reggae. It's just got more reverb on it or whatever you want to yeah, call it. Yeah. Okay. But, um, it is cool that he added like one other element of music or one other genre to kind of, Envelop this whole album with multiple genres and yeah. uh, i think this dude dude if i had to speculate this guy's gonna um well, i think this uh, this album was like really awesome and uh i think if somebody's gonna work with him do you know who damon albarn is like the guy from the blur and the gorillas like the guy that made the gorillas oh yeah, yeah okay i know who he is okay so this guy has been pretty much like since the, the beginning of like the gorillas he's had a carousel of people that he's been working with right, right yeah just hearing this album i'm like this guy i think genesis of wusu is going to be like the next person that damon albarn is going to work with for like a gorillas album at some point of the future or a single or whatever is going to come up like i could just 
there's some songs in here that sound like they could be gorilla songs. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know what? The, this feels like it's going to happen. Like, I, I can already tell that this is, this is going to be a thing. Not only because the guy is, like, hot fucking, he's a hot commodity right yeah. now. But I feel because in the musical sense, he, the, like, he, him and Damon Albarn are going to align and create something. So that's something I speculate for the future. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, you heard her first uh, fucking if, uh, if, they, if the next Gorilla song has Genesis Awusu on it or they do some collaboration, <laughs> man, we'll be like, fuck, yeah, called it. Yeah. So what do you what do you make of the album? Oh, overall, man, I enjoyed it. I definitely uh, not to say that the first album I didn't like. I obviously I like the first album, but now it's like the progression of where he's going now that there's two albums. I like this progression of where he's going with it. I do like that he 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 told a story with this one right and i don't know if that was the intent behind the last one it doesn't seem like that it was but this was cool this was a nice i don't know this was this was fucking cool whatever it was that he was intending to do with it regardless of that i thought this was a cool fucking album this was a cool way to tell a story and to you know tell it in the way that your art can represent basically you know what i'm saying yeah and i liked the album i thought it was good i there it, it was pretty much there was one i think there was one song that was kind of i was kind of met on yeah um yeah there was probably one for me that i wasn't all that fuck i don't remember which one it was but yeah it, there was the, but other than that generally the album was 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 pretty good. It was if pretty you, fire. I would mean, you would you give it a number? Or like if you had a uh, yeah, man. Okay, so all right. If I had to put a number on it, like a what? We, like we a don't have to do that. No, yeah. fuck it. I'll I'll do it. Like I'll I'll come up with a number. I legitimately think, and and this is what I will base my ratings on. Right. Okay. I'll base my ratings on the time I had while I listened to it. Okay, now granted that will be skewed because I listened to it with you and we had a I had a fucking great time doing this episode. Like, yeah, yeah. this was fucking some good fun. Yeah. So that's obviously skewing my fucking rating, whether I want it to or not. Well, but yeah, it's, trying to yeah. leave that part out of it. Um, I also like okay. And experience of listening to it is okay. What did I feel when I was listening to it? What did I get from the lyrics? What did I hear? What kind of again? What kind of story was I was I going down? What kind of path was I going down? Um, and then did I actually even like the fucking songs themselves? So in general, I like I said, there was only like one song that I really kind of wasn't too hot on. Every other one was good. I, I fucking give this a nine, man. This was fucking. This was good. Yeah, I also give it a nine. Um... I can't, I'm gonna have to listen to the album again to find out what specific song I was kind of meh on. Yeah. But but even the song that I thought was mediocre, like everything, the 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 ones that hit hit hard. Like yeah, no, um, they did. They hit good. Uh, and I guess the opening track was kind of a good signifier indicator that the th- I don't know, man. Like leaving the light is just fucking good. Like yeah, no, it is. It's fucking good. And that and that I think that opening, like we, I think we had said at the beginning that oh, this is a fucking banger. This one's a good one, and that set the tone for the album because I oh man, this this album was good. It had a bunch of good shit on it. Yeah, and it, it's it it was the mix of genres. Oh man, I hate to say genre blending, but <laughs> that's what ended up happening is that he put a lot of things together that again don't seem like they should work, but they end up they end up. It ends up working. It ends up, it ends up coming together, and, and it's 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 digestible. You know, yeah. it's not like a, it's not like okay. Some of these other ones, it's a cacophony of crazy shit, and you're just like, oh, you're just hearing all this shit. And there's a novelty to that, but yeah. this is not that. This is not. 
I don't know. There isn't a novelty to this. I really think that there is some kind of fucking very much mainstream appeal to this dude mm-hmm. that I don't know. I mean, obviously he's he's big, he's you know coming big in Australia, right? Or he's yeah, pretty, but he, he toured. This is the beginning of like right uh, of him really taking off, but um, he toured with Paramore, which is like a oh band. okay yeah, yeah I know that is yeah so like Paramore is already fucking huge, right, yeah. but like I didn't even understand why Paramore picked Genesis. Oh man, like, I get it now. It doesn't like it almost doesn't make sense, but like okay, cool, whatever. He's on tour with Paramore. And I'm like okay, well that's that's it, dude. That's the end of the story. Like this guy's gonna be. I don't know if he's gonna be an arena artist. Maybe he will, like if he if he's given enough money to have. What I believe his music, like what he can do with this, is yeah, he could turn this into like an arena act. Because like, yeah. if he's telling a story, like oh yeah, if, man, if they give be... him like set pieces and shit, yeah. like oh dude, I could totally see him being like that type of artist. But um, yeah, just him touring with like Paramore, I think that signifies bigger and better things. And oh yeah, uh, definitely. But uh, yeah, I have to give this album like a nine. Um, I. I don't know if I would give it a perfect score because, like, I just I need to listen to it more. But just off of first impression, um, there were songs yeah. that touch different moods, like um, the, as a like what I would describe as like the there's three acts in this fucking yeah in this album, and it goes from like pessimistic or fucking depressing or sad or nihilistic or uh, angry, whatever you want to call it, to more optimistic, coming to terms with your own life and. Uh, um, I don't know what else to add, but yeah. it is cool that it spelled out a story, and like the melodies were really enjoyable. The instruments, like how they were used to create like a punk feel for some of the songs, right? Um, and then obviously there was like the slowed down songs, the more like R and B and funk type of shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is awesome like this is so yeah, cool man. to have everything work together and still tell a story like if you had any doubt that it wasn't gonna work like it, it i don't know it, it it just worked because of the the bridging songs that kind of tied everything to get i don't know man yeah. this fucking album was great yeah it is it's just fucking excellent and i i can't wait i i can't i mean shit i know this just came out but man oh, i can't wait to hear what else he's got fucking planned yeah you know for the future and uh yeah this is this one this fucking album's definitely adding to my playlist now like this mm. is gonna be a fucking uh what is it like a, a constant of the rotation you oh know yeah yeah in your rotation yeah definitely so uh, and and again and honestly just in general about like this this episode i had a lot of fun fucking doing this this was, this was i didn't i fucking was real excited coming into this because yeah. i thought man this is a cool new concept we're gonna try and see what happens and shit man i had to say i had a lot of fun whether whether it works or not i don't care i, I had a lot of fun doing it yeah so, i'm down dude and like, i'm down to do more of these you yeah. know as as stuff comes up like and, and again i would like to get it it would be really cool because I've heard other uh, super famous podcast people now that did this back in the day when they would do this, and they would do this exact same thing. They would pause it, they would go listen to whatever song they were going to listen to, and then they come back on because of copyrights and you can't get that shit. Mm. So if there was a way that we could have an artist or somebody fucking say, oh yeah, like here, listen to it on your podcast live and we could play it like a kind of like a radio show or whatever and we could play it on here and then talk about it that would be fucking sweet yeah to do i mean dude it's um i thought this was like a really fun thing to do uh i don't i don't think this is going to be the only one i think we oh should no do, yeah i, I think, think we, we should, should definitely, definitely do more of this but uh i think it'll it, 
I think what it will end up happening is that I'll find, or even if you want to find albums that we yeah. should listen to or whatever, we'll just find albums that are coming out and then, uh, make an entire episode about the album because shit man that turned into like a whole well shit man it's been almost two hours we're at like an hour and 43 uh, right now so yeah. i mean like that turned into yeah i mean and then and granted that didn't even include the time it took us to listen to the album because that album was 38 minutes long mm-hmm. so if we would have been playing the album in as part of this episode this this that number would be 38 minutes higher yeah true so um yeah, I think it'd be cool just to dissect albums and try to understand what the artist is uh, putting on the table for yeah. their art and stuff. Like, it, dude, honestly, it's super fun to bounce off somebody else, like not just to keep shit for myself and talk about music. Um, yeah. And just keep those thoughts. And to me, like, it's cool to say that out loud and see what, el- somebody, what somebody else, else and thinks. then have the other person say what well, they think what do you think about this part yeah and then and then you're, you go oh shit well then maybe if i if i say about this like oh yeah and then it just goes and that's kind of what we did yeah you know we had a pretty we had, it was this was good this was this was good i like uh and as far as like other episodes go i think it'll be i don't know talking about current events as far as music goes or even just yeah. music in general, like what I see or whatever you see. Like if you see yeah. something interesting, we'll do that. Bring and then up, we'll yeah. do it with like the reviews. Well, I don't even know if this is a review. It's like a live. Re- well, I guess it is. It's a re- live yeah. reaction. Well, we gave slash a score. Review. So, yeah. you know. It's a review slash reaction to albums, which I think is going to be one format for what for oh, yeah. this podcast. That's like, definitely yeah a a staple that I think we'll we'll have to start doing more of. And it, yeah, it's not going to be the whole show. But like, yeah, it, there there will be more of these in the future and just keep doing them and then also yeah generally the week to week episodes are going to be us talking about new shit that you hear you find mainly because you're the one that you know you yeah. find the music I'm just some idiot I don't you know yeah. but yeah anything I find or you know talking about whatever talking about just the music industry in general mm. um, you know yeah so I think that's good I think we're you know, this is this was episode number four so fuck man yeah, I this, mean this was this was <laughs> it, if, as if I didn't say it enough already, I'm like, this this was fucking cool, dude. This yeah, is fun. This, this was cool. And uh, yeah, so fucking A. All right, man. Well, I'm excited. Well, anyways, if you uh, stuck around this long, uh, man, thank you for fucking listening because uh, that, this this is a long time, hour 45 minutes. So I, I prefer the longer formats myself personally. So, um, you know, if if you don't like the longer formats, you know, hey. Skip. Skip just it. skip shit you know <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. it who cares you know you don't have to listen to all us talk for fucking two hours but if you just get to the good meat and potatoes and hear the hear the good the good nuggets that we give you know um that's great but anyways thanks for sticking around and listening um i have did you have anything else before we go uh no i don't i uh like i said the album was fucking great uh it was cool talking about it and to be doing more of these uh, i'm like super excited to do other shit and see what like your opinion on music is for yeah some of the oh other yeah things definitely and and i will say this too also uh you know go fucking buy this fucking album all yeah, right don't fucking, yeah, don't just download it off of fucking you know whatever for free or listen to us but just support the artist support genesis awusu and yeah. buy his fucking album i will point out that uh i don't know the exact date but he is going to be playing at the fonda theater i think in november so if you live in los angeles i'm I'm sure the tickets are all sold out by this point especially since he toured paramore now everybody's turned on to his music yeah uh but if you have the opportunity to go see him dude i i i saw him for the smiling with no teeth tour and i'm like shit i should have bought tickets for this one because now i actually want to see what it like what he's gonna do yeah yeah for what he's gonna do for a concert but if you have the opportunity go see him perform at the fonda theater i think in november so uh buy those tickets if you can if you have to scalp them or not scalp them get get them from a scalper fucking do it um and 
if you have to purchase music itself, fucking get the vinyl. I'm sure that's available on his like website or whatever. If you're going to buy music, you might as well go for like collecting the vinyl too. So, yeah, yeah. uh, I don't know. That's pretty much it. Awesome. All right, cool. Well, uh, until next time, uh, I'm Josh. He's Adam. We'll, uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace out. That was the Game Rage Music Show. Thanks for listening.